morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jacobin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group and our toll-free number 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com. And once again, uh, we've got gold and silver uh, heading higher again this morning. Uh, we're, we're, we're right they're bumping up on, uh, are we on all-time record high watch? We'll see how it closes today. Uh, but right now, gold's at 1953, up 11. Uh, silver's up 35 cents, uh, 2517. You know what's so funny is, I, I don't even know, I just do it every day because I've been doing this, like I said, for, for 20 years. But does the spot price even matter anymore? Is it worth even saying what it is? Because as all of us know, uh, the spot price becomes more and more irrelevant. Of course, just another sign uh, that they are losing control of everything that's going on. All the all the fiat prices of things, Jason, seem to be becoming more and more worthless uh, by the day. But like I said, it's a habit, so I keep doing it. Well, you know, the, the spot is a paper price, you know, <clears throat> essentially. Essentially, what you're looking at with spot price is the paper contract price. So, really, it, if, uh, we're looking at how hard it is to get gold and silver. Uh, we were just talking about silver this morning, how long it takes to get it and how, uh, how much the price, the spot price does not even reflect at all what the uh, the real physical price is. So that's that's what we're seeing, Joe. I think the reason you're, you're scratching your head and – and frustrated by that is because that does not reflect physical physical cost. And and and, and I will say that I'm glad you brought up because uh, I needed to mention what's happening. Uh, silver, any silver, I don't care what it is. Junk silver, silver eagles. Uh, if it's got the word silver in front of it, and you you want to order it, two to four weeks is the bare minimum. Uh, on anything silver right now, uh, premiums, uh, are at all time record high. So in other words, the, the physical price, uh, the premium above the paper price has never been higher than where, where it sits today. And unfortunately, I got a bad feeling, Jason, it's only going to get worse, uh, before it gets better. Unless the spot price decides to uh, match the physical demand, then then we we probably have logical forty dollars uh, silver. You know, you, you see silver where it's at today go up at least ten dollars an ounce very quickly, Joe, and and uh, be more reasonable. Which is, I think, that's what's really going on, Joe. The you know the premiums on physical gold and silver is just saying, you know what, just forget that. This is what it costs us to get it, Joe. That's that's just the way it is. Yeah, and that's what we're all dealing with. Uh, we got so many different things to talk about. Uh, obviously, uh, Easter is coming up. Uh, the, uh, the offices, we will be closed on Good Friday. Uh, just to let everybody know, we'll be closed on Good Friday. Uh, we'll be operating normal hours on Monday. Uh, and, and again, there, there's inflation data that's getting ready to come out. Everybody's bracing for that. Uh, we've got so much news, uh, when it comes to whether it's what's happening, obviously, in the, 
I guess the Russia-Ukraine war, uh, once again, we're ratcheting up the pressure. Uh, the Dow is down again another couple of hundred points. The Nasdaq's down almost 300 points. Uh, Treasury yields continue to spike 276. Uh, and, and I don't think there's a lot of let up here. Uh, when we're looking at uh, what we're going to have our, I've been warning you and warning you, we haven't even begun to scratch the surface uh, when it comes to what's going to be happening with food inflation. Of course, we know the central bank uh, is is at least talking tough. We'll see how long it lasts. Uh, and, and then we'll, we'll talk about, uh, NATO now. Uh, of course, let's face it. When it, when we say the word NATO, we might as well just say the United States because we run NATO as well. Uh, they're announcing they're going to begin engaging in the Asian Pacific region, uh, as a step up of tensions, uh, as they're getting more and more frustrated, uh, that China and India simply won't play ball when it comes to the Russian sanctions. This is how, uh, World War Three starts. Right? First, like, hey, let's get Finland and, 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 uh, Sweden, see if they want to join NATO. Oh, by the way, let's beef up patrols in the, uh, South China Sea, Jason. All of these things. Just seem like irrational moves at this point. Yeah, yeah, you know, there's always uh, Saudi Arabia and Iran. There's that, the, you know, the Strait of Hormuz. There's, there's all these things that uh, might just decide to uh, use this as an excuse to, uh, to to gain some ground in their local areas, Joe, and of the world. And it's 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 scary stuff when uh, people monkey around with with uh, borders and, and treaties and, and things that are supposed to be in place. Well, that doesn't really matter much when the uh, the, the money situation dries up, uh, the, the powers that be are, you know, walking away from the uh, the gambling table there, uh, yeah, so to speak, Joe. The, the casino's kind of empty now, yeah, right now. Let me read you what the NATO's uh, Secretary General said. We have seen that China is unwilling to condemn Russia's aggression. I'm going to leave you that with a little bit of a teaser. You won't believe what he said after that. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason joining you here in the morning. And we are seeing a continued escalation. Uh, I think it was Friday. I told you about the vote at the U.N. Uh, the vote at the U.N. Uh, where they were once, once again, you know, trying to lobby or uh, apply more sanctions to the Russians, uh, 175 countries voted. 90, I never forget the exact, it was either 92, I, I think it was 92, maybe it was 93 countries uh, were in, well, I'll call it the uh, United Nations One World Order Camp. Uh, that's where we're sitting. The U.S. is sitting in that camp. And then the other 80-some-odd countries were in the, hey, you know what? We're not. Now, not all of them voted no, but they either abstained or said, nah, we don't agree. And I want to highlight again, I'm going to read what the U.N. Secretary General or whatever he's called. Well, let me get it right. NATO Secretary General. This is NATO. 
So this is, yeah, I guess the, uh, would you call it the military alliance of the group of countries that is uh, leading this war? We have seen that China is unwilling to condemn Russia's aggression. And Beijing has joined Moscow in questioning the rights of nations to choose their own path. This is a serious challenge to all of us and makes it even more important that we stand together to protect our values. See? It's their fault. Need I remind everybody of the uselessness of the Ukrainian country? And no offense to the Ukrainians. Listen, I'm with the Ukrainian people. Defend your country by all means necessary, but understand how you got there. This is a very poor country in terms of EU terms. Matter of fact, uh, part of the thing that the, the Ukrainians, hey, join the EU, join NATO. They would be the very poorest country in the European Union. It was almost a deliberate act to just poke the bear. We're going to put NATO on Russia's doorstep. That would be like China and Russia putting military uh, equipment and military forces on the Mexican border. We wouldn't stand for that. But yet somehow... The NATO is saying how horrible it is that Russia and China are saying, hey, we're not standing for that. It's almost—it's not almost, it's a complete double standard, Jason. Yeah, it's, it's, it's such a, uh, an unbelievable situation that's going on there, which means you're not supposed to, you should not believe what they're doing over there. Uh, let me give an example. People in this country, especially Republicans, you know, Trump, Trump supporters, they, they're enraged by the last election. They believe, a lot of people believe that the, uh, the election was rigged taken from Trump, you know, for so to, to, to push the liberal agenda in this country. Well, a lot of people in Ukraine think the same thing, that Zelensky was unfairly elected, that there was uh, uh, foreign means coming in and, and, and affecting the vote uh, to push it towards the European-American type of government. And uh, so the Russians believe that was an unfair election, and they want to put their guy in place. What does that have to do with us? It shouldn't have anything to do with us. So, Joe, really, if they wanted no death, if, this, if the guy Zelensky is considered a hero right now, really, if you wanted to make sure there was no death or destruction, why isn't he just step down and let the Russians put their guy in and nobody dies? You don't hear that side, Joe, at all. You don't hear that side at all because that doesn't fit. You need to have a war for economic uh, uh, expansion and ec economic chaos, Joe. You have to have the war. Yeah, I, I think for me, when, when we're looking at this, by the way, uh, natural gas prices here in the U.S., uh, at least, and I'm sure that maybe there's a point in time where it was higher for a day or two somewhere, uh, but approaching $7 now, that's, you know, that's absolute insanity. I mean, this is uh, natural gas, uh, anything over like 225 was a lot. Uh, we'll get to that in a minute, but I guess my point in all of this is we deliberately picked a fight. Yep. Sorry, yep. but that's the truth. I don't understand why. That, 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 my point being is it's something more than Ukraine. Let's face it, it's not even about Ukraine. 
Ukraine is merely the pawn in all of this. It's the excuse. It's the excuse. And, it's the and excuse. so we're sitting there, and I've got to believe this is, at least for me, because li- li- what, what is all the talk? If you looked at any news at all over the weekend, you saw it everywhere. Even Drudge Report is putting stuff up about, is this the end of the dollar? It absolutely is. This is to bring in another type of new world order where we're going to some form of a digital currency. There is going to be a shift. And we're seeing it right now. Uh, I look at that General Assembly vote at the UN. It's like 50-50. Right? 93-82. And, and when you looked at, and we did that last week, you know what? All the BRIC nations, Russia, over the weekend, calling on the BRIC countries, hey, let's get our own SWIFT system. Right, let's just set it up. We don't need to, to use the American system. Let's use our own system. Uh, this is something, you know, we talked about gold confiscation last week. Is that a possibility? Nothing's off the table. Most people that are talking about what's coming next. Listen, China is going to step up on the global stage. I guarantee it. More and more trade is going to be done in Renembi. I think it's just a matter of time. And by time, what am I talking about? I think in the, within the next 12 months, which by the way, in, in time, uh, in relationship to time, 12 months is like a couple seconds. That's how fast this is going to happen. That you will be able to buy most of the world's commodities. Food and energy in Renebi, something that had never happened before. You bought it all in dollars. That's what you did. But they also speculate, hey, not only is China going to rise, we view this as a new commodities-based monetary system. And, of course, I've been telling you all of this and trying to let you know what's coming next. J.P. Morgan over the weekend. Commodity prices are going to go up another 40%. You know what was the first commodity they mentioned? Starts with a G, ends with a D. Doesn't leave much in the middle there. (laughs) Yeah, no. Yeah, it should be pretty easy. To understand what it is. And again, but it was all commodities. You know, the only reason why oil's below $100 right now is China's got like 50 million people on lockdown. And again, most people, listen, wait till you see the supply chain problems are all back again. China's got so many of their big cities shut down right now. And then, of course, what's going to happen? They're going to reopen. Here comes another flood. Just in time for summer. Just in time. You got companies like you got Elon Musk saying, listen, Tesla, right? We may have to just open up our own lithium mines because we don't know. We don't know how to get it. 
I thought we would be out of cash. In other words, the ability to use cash in this country would be over by 2030. Jason, I don't think we get to 2030. There'll be some new type of money, Joe, that's for sure. I mean, yeah, it's the last time we changed the money, we shut the banks for a week. The money was gold and silver. They said, nope, we need to get rid of it, and they shut the banks for a week. I believe there will be some form of a banking shutdown when we switch over to the digital currency because I believe of the four to 5,000 banks that are left, most of them will be gone, Jason. Yeah, well, that number's been shrinking almost every single year, Joe. I mean, especially after the 08 uh, crash, uh, the amount of banks that, that survived that was much smaller. And then, uh, yeah, under this situation, Joe, yeah, I... You've said 100 banks. I mean, it'll probably hit like a number around 250 before you get down to that, that 100, but it's it's going down, Joe. Yeah, and it, it's just because it's going to change. We'll have accounts at the Federal Reserve. Your, your credits that you receive, you know, we, we, we focus a lot on the privacy part, but there's so many more parts to it. How much How much of a polluter are you going to factor into it? Inequality is going to factor into it. Uh, the uh, uh, Your freedom of speech or lack thereof is going to factor into it. We've been talking about ESG scores are going to factor into it. The ability of the government to shut you off. Think about this. Listen, we're, we're practicing it now. Uh, I saw an article over the weekend about uh, a military personnel, female, was on LinkedIn. Okay, LinkedIn is like the... Uh, uh, I, you know, professional job website. A lot of people try to network in LinkedIn. And she made a post about, hey, my tax dollars should not go to pay for somebody else's student loan debt because this is a big push. Give me free, free, free. And she went on to say, listen, I was, I grew up poor. And I went and, and I went to college and I got my degree and I paid my bills. It can be done. She got blocked on LinkedIn as hate speech. Hate speech for saying, hey, I don't think my tax dollars should go to pay for somebody else's student loan debt. And, and again, I only bring that up because it's not just Twitter and Facebook. And pretty soon, Jason, it's going to be your bank account. Yeah, Joe, it's uh, that, that's where the world is headed is uh, once you don't have – uh, any physical ways outside of the digital system, and this is more than just money. Anything uh, you'll you'll lose any privacy and freedoms to do what you want to do. You know, I, we talk about less banks, less choices for banks coming. Your, your grocery stores and your shopping centers are gonna, they're not going to be a hundred choices for coffee. You know, that will go down to like six. You know, these things will happen. You know, and under economic stress, the small guys all get eaten alive, Joe. 
Let me tell you right now, if you really pay attention at the supermarket, it's already happening. Yep. You're seeing the supermarkets all of a sudden expanding certain flavors of they're like, hey, here, here's this is instead of eight different waters, now there's four. Instead of uh, you know, whatever it may be, pick the item. Hey, we used to have you know, eight feet of shelving for for uh, salad dressings. Still got eight feet. But all as we did is we took the main flavors and expanded those, and we just started eliminating the other ones. That's exactly what's happening. When we get back, we're going to talk baby formula. We're going to talk about how bad the crop harvest is in the Ukraine. And then we're going to talk about what exactly what J.P. Morgan said about what's coming next. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two baby formula is in such short supply. U.S. retailers are now rationing baby formula. Really? It seems like it doesn't matter what it is. All of a sudden, you just can't get it. 29% of the top-selling baby formula products were out of stock. According to the latest analysis, which actually tracks baby formula stock. Who knew there was even a thing? They said that this is almost as bad as they've seen in any category. We've been tracking this over time, and it's going up dramatically, talking about the out-of-stocks. Walgreens announced that it will ration baby formula. A spokesman for the uh, the company said, you're limited to three baby formula products per transaction. Man, so much for stocking up. Uh, and, and it's, listen, it's gonna be every product before it's all said and done. Bloomberg saying that agriculture products from the Ukraine, the harvest will be down 50% plus across the board. Uh, products like corn, which last year Ukraine produced about 41 million tons is gonna be down to 19 tons. Uh, wheat is supposed to be down more than half. They said farmers have no access to seeds and fertilizer. Well, I hope they got to have some, because if they had none, Jason, then it'd go down to zero, wouldn't it? Right, Joe. Yeah, I, I, I don't think it's a worldwide everyone running out of everything all at once, but there is shortages, and so some guys don't have it, right? That's That's what shortages are. In March alone, global, and this is wholesale. Global food prices surged to a new record month over month, up 12.6% in a month. That takes about 45 to 60 days to get to the shelf. And that's just one month. Prices have exceeded, remember the Arab Spring? Forgot all about the Arab Spring. Dude, we've hit all-time record highs blowing out that number, but here's what they're saying, that Ukraine produces 49.6% 49. 49. 
of all sunflower oil. Now, I don't know, uh, you know, sunflower oil. People are like, oh, I don't use sunflower oil. It, that, it's not necessarily what you think. It's probably something that's added to all kinds of products that you don't e- aren't even aware of. But think about this. They produce half of that. 15% of global maize production. Right? That's, that's your breads. 12.6% of all the barley and 10% of all the wheat comes just out of Ukraine alone. Throw Russia in there. And, and Jason, we're talking about a food calamity here. Yeah, uh, food shortages was the major issue to start the Arab Spring, Joe. So that's the Arab Spring. You ever want to read and look up why the Arab Spring happened? Well, the food shortage was uh, pretty much the number one. There was other issues, but that was that was the major issue, Joe. You have food shortages. You have food riots. You have uh, social uh, disorder, Joe. A note out by J.P. Morgan on Friday. Commodity prices could rise by 40%. But this is the most important part. And will likely continue to go higher. Remember what I've said. We're going to have massive inflation until we have massive deflation. Until demand destruction gets to the point where everything comes crashing down. And then after that, the United States, we are going to ha- be living with much higher inflation than we enjoyed during what I'll call the dollar heydays. Right, Go back to the 80s, the 90s, the early 2000s. Uh, the, the, the dollar is going to fall uh, 30, 40, 50% when this thing is all said and done and we're going to live with much higher prices. But they, they started talking in terms of dollar terms, this note from J.P. Morgan. They said that the commodities affected include things like wheat, crude oil, natural gas, and the metals excluding gold. It's gold they kind of put on their own little pedestal. Copper was one of the metals. Uh, Of course, you know we know the other ones: lithium and nickel, and 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 so on and so forth. But they said that in dollar terms, once again, excluding gold, there's about 1.4 trillion dollars of open interest. And J.P. Morgan says. That's just the beginning. In other words, it's going to be even higher than that because it's going to cost so much more. The need for inflation hedges is becoming more and more elevated. Gold. Just keep saying it, gold. It is conceivable to see longer-term commodity allocations to skyrocket to new all-time record highs well past the 08 through 2011 peaks that we saw. So think about the heart of the financial crisis, right? That's when gold hit 1900. Well, you know, interday 1900 for the very first time. Here we sit now, right? Listen, we're 1953. And J.P. Morgan's telling you, 
you better get ready for the next run. We can see another 30 to 40% from these levels. They said room for further increases beyond the 30 to 40% seem likely. And Jason, this is the, again, once again, all of this money has to go somewhere. Right, Joe, and, and and you know me, I, I, it's all rigged. This they're doing this stuff to us on purpose. And, and but but look at the time frame that you've set up about October and this these midterms. They could be doing the they they could crash these markets now when they can start try to trying to fix you know for the average citizen right now. You know they they are the ones that run this thing. I mean, look what happened in 2020. They crashed the markets and brought it back in the same year. Joe, I think they're going to attempt to do the same thing, but why do I get the feeling that may, they may lose control of this thing? Hey, we'll, we'll crash the markets, control the inflation, and get some Democrats reelected, right? What if they don't, what if they don't get the result they're looking for, Joe? That, that's, the, that's what I worry about. We'll be right back after the break. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour. I got gold now up 13 1955 and counting. Silver's up 33 cents. 2515. The Dow is down a couple hundred points. Uh, the 10 year note, like I said, bond yields 277, uh, right now. And as we kind of watch and, and, and react here, Russia is out. Uh, responding to the things that are happening and said this is a, a war meant to stop the U.S. world's domination. Uh, and, and really, uh, I, I, I really just have the feeling this is another one of these banker wars and they're just getting ready for the next level of control, Jason. Yeah, it's absolutely a banker war. You know, it, uh, I was just talking before the break, Joe. Just look at the, look at, uh, and this was a Dow Jones crash and revival into 2020. I really believe, Joe, that they're going to attempt to try to solve the inflation right before the midterms, so that you know a, a very friendly to the banker system, President Biden, will will uh, will get to keep his majority in the House and the Senate. I mean, in in, in February of 2020, uh, the Dow was at 29,000 and change. About a month later, uh, with the coronavirus, you know, coronavirus, whatever you think about coronavirus, this was a bank. This this was an economic crash. This was not coronavirus that crashed the markets. It was going to happen, and they crashed it down to nineteen, just barely above nineteen thousand on March fifteenth of twenty twenty, Joe. And then miraculously, just right before the uh, before the election in twenty twenty, the the market had, had mysteriously just come all the way back, and then which which then obviously fed the whole. Uh, fake, uh, fake election returns. Trump got ripped off and all that because, hey, the markets were good, Joe. This time around, you know, the, the inflation is going to be so severe that the only way that you keep Democrats, uh, elected, and I don't, I don't think it's just Democrats. I think it's Republicans. It's, 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 it's a rigged system. But, but Joe, they, I, you know that, you know, Biden has influence over the Fed more than, of course, the, the Republicans do at this moment uh, in time. I, I have a different spin. I think the war is going to escalate. Yes, you need that and because the Republicans. Yes. The Republicans. Listen, let's you know, and let's say what it is. Republicans like war a little more than the Democrats do. They both like it. Don't get me wrong. But I actually think there are, uh, we're going to get more Republicans. Uh, and and yes. why do I have this horrible feeling 
that uh, the, the the war drums are going to get worse. Could we see, uh, and I hate to say it, because it, it, this war is so idiotic, in my opinion, over a country like Ukraine that's, and I, you know, I've said it a million times, poor, corrupt, right? They, they were known for uh, a, a, a huge majority of the crypto hackers of the world resided in Ukraine. Uh, they were pretty much a small weapons arms dealer, if you will, uh, as well. It didn't make a lot of sense, uh, but yet here we are. And now all of a sudden, uh, every week it seems like the rhetoric against China and India goes up a notch. And, Joe, think about what the war would do. It would mask that stock market crash that would happen at the same time as the inflation trying to actually control it. So as the inflation is being controlled by a recession and a crashing market – well, people are, you know, they're, oh, I'm losing my, I'm losing my retirement. I'm going to lose my pension. Oh, my God. Well, it's the war in Russia. I'm sorry. There's, you know, China has escalated this thing. They're, they're moving into Taiwan. But, hey, good news. Joe Biden will be given the, uh, hey, he, he, uh, he's controlling the prices. He got the prices down. Congratulations, America. The prices are coming down because we have this massive recession, Joe. I mean, think of that, yeah. that storyline. Yeah. I, I just, I don't see it. I see war. I see high, high prices. Eventually, the whole thing comes tumbling down. I hope I'm wrong, but I just have this, I don't know, this weird feeling all of a sudden because, again, I don't understand the the ratcheting up of things, uh, sending more of our uh, battleships and aircraft carriers uh, along, uh, you know, China and Taiwan makes no sense. Having Finland and, uh, press for, uh, NATO membership makes no sense. And it just seems like, uh, I don't know. It seems well, like this is what we want. Let me ask you this then. So do you believe inflation would continue with markets, markets, uh, crashing and housing prices going down? Do you think the inflation could continue in that situation? Or do you think the inflation would, would be the one thing that would be, uh, less painful? You know, Joe, you know what I mean? If you make inflation really bad during the summer, then, hey, markets crashing and crashing the whole system isn't as bad because, hey, we got our prices down. I mean, is that – Yeah, right. You you could get one in the same, and maybe that's – maybe, you know, I guess we can hope for let's build it up, build it up, build it up, and then, like you said, at the last second, everybody blinks, and the war de-escalates, uh, the inflation comes down. Could be. Could be. I, I don't know. There, there's, uh, there's two sides to this either way. Uh, and again, this is just cover. Uh, energy prices, you have no idea what they've done to take the, 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 the oil markets and the gas and the coal markets to these levels. You gotta remember, listen, before anybody even had the word Ukraine on their mouth, oil was 90. It was 90. And, and the next three to four to five years, it's only going to get worse. Uh, and this is just the perfect cover for it all, Jason. My uh, natural gas provider sent me an email, and then they really they try really hard to get everybody on paperless. But I'm I'm one of those guys. I want my paper bill and file it. You know, I'm you know old fashioned, I guess. But uh, they sent an email saying, "Well, we had to uh, they had to change the prices in the middle of the building cycle, so your paper you know because I'm a paper guy." Your your paper bill may not reflect the actual charges you need to pay for. 
But if you if you if you get hey, listen, if you get the, well, digital, the digital bill, Joe, the bill. They, yeah, the digital bill, they can do that. It's no big deal. But oh, you're a paper guy. Just to let you know, it says you owe I'm a hundred dollars. You really owe 125. Send a bigger check. <laughs> it's nuts. Get ready. 800-951-0592. Final segment coming up. Don't touch that dial. 800-951-0592. Liberties. 2250. I don't get it. You know what? If I don't get it, buy gold. 800-951-0592. Absolutely uh, shocking. We covered it last uh, week, Joe. We covered it last week. We, we, we told people this is... These are the things that, that make no sense, and if they make no sense, that means it's rigged. They're doing this on purpose, Joe. It's it's a it's a big it's a big game. It's a big game for those guys, not for us. It's a big game for those those in, in control. Yeah, it's it, it's definitely something where this is obviously what I guess this line in the sand is. Uh, uh, apparently, we need to have NATO on the Russian border, and if we don't have NATO on the Russian border. Uh, then Russia's uh, the, the bad guy in all of this. Uh, we'll, we'll continue to watch to see, uh, but it looks like anyway that Finland is going to be entering NATO as soon as this summer, and Ridiculous. word is that Sweden would seek NATO membership soon after. Of course, uh, Sweden uh, goes Norway, Sweden, Finland, as far as those three countries' borders go. Uh, in Finland, as Jason said, they share uh, the most, I guess, the, the largest land border uh, with Russia of any European nation. Yeah, it's, it's just a ridiculous idea. I mean, who 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 is the uh, the brainiac that came up with the hey? There's tensions all over with Russia and Ukraine. Let's just join NATO and really, <laughs> that's exactly what they just did, Joe. That's what Finland's doing. Hey, we're we're going to join NATO when they're in the summer. Yay! What a great idea. What well, I mean. I mean, come on. They, I mean, we just watched what happened in Ukraine. They telegraphed that entire invasion day after day as the buildup on the border. You saw they had all their little maps on the TV screens, and here's the, where the, the Russian armies are. And they're going to do the same thing with Finland. You know what? I don't think they invade Finland, Brian, or Joe. Excuse me. They're going to just – just the threat of that is going to just scare people uh, badly, Joe. Just I, I, I just don't understand the lot. I mean, did – does, does do we think that that's going to make China change their position? Right, China's going to be like, wait a minute, you're just creeping NATO. Because let's face NATO in terms that's the military arm, right? Hey, wait a minute, you're just encroaching closer and closer to to us in Russia. Oh, I, you know what? That's it. You're right. We, we'll back off. I, I don't, I don't understand the logic of that. Of course, they're not going. I would think they'd make them even be more aggressive. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 a really bad move. It's a purposeful bad move, Joe. And you know, I it just it's going to happen during the summertime. Well, that's once again that October timeline we're looking at. There's something's going to happen in early fall, Joe. We may have a digital currency a lot lot sooner uh, than even I had imagined. <laughs> 